Hey friends, for the last couple episodes, we have talked about grant making. Now, I know that sounds like something that might sound contrary to multiplying, monetizing your mission, the things that we do at Amplify. However, really what we want to do is serve you wherever you are. So if you are a writer or a creator, we want to help you with your messaging. If you are a business leader, we want to help you with your messaging. If you are a nonprofit, we want to help you with your messaging, regardless of where you are. If you go to the homepage on our website, there is a link, a button right there that will just say something like, start here. And then it's going to say, which one of these best describes you? If you're a business leader, you click that. If you're a content creator, click that. Online marketer, go there. If, if you're new to this whole thing, go there. If you're a nonprofit leader, go there. And it is going to give you some of the tools from our framework in the way they most aptly apply to you. Now, for, again, uh, I think we're in episode five here about grant, grant making. And this is going to be the last one for nonprofit leaders here, specifically on grants, kind of want to land it here, was thinking about, do you you know, Beth, what one of the most overlooked best opportunities that you actually have, whether or not you get the grant, every single time you put in a request, this is, and, and it's missed so often, this is the best way, I think, to view it. Um, one of the core essentials about writing the grant. I mean, are you talking about the coolest part about writing yeah, the grant? Yeah, I think. Like, I mean, it, it, I, I see it as such an opportunity. These people that are, are willing to donate this money and part of their mission is to pour into other people's missions financially. I mean, that's, that's a gifting. Right. And a purpose, like, and these people that are needing the money or to receive the money are actually at an opportunity to help these people fulfill initiate, their yeah, mission. Yeah, fulfill their mission. And I don't, you know, usually we just go at it like what our need is, and we don't really think about the people behind the fulfillment of that that need. And and so I do think it ties incredibly back around to all the other stuff that we do in that light because. I mean, we wouldn't exist if we weren't trying to help people walk in their purpose. And I think that's just the coolest thing about about grants. It, well, one of the unique things that I've seen about it related to what you're saying is a lot of times, you know, these are organizations, family foundations, businesses that have a nonprofit giving wing, whatever. They come in all kinds of vehicles. But they have said part of our mission is to give away money and your mission is to do something that requires that money. And often those passions align when they really want to give to something that you do. And so they're serving you. You're serving them. It's very reciprocal. And and I've learned that sometimes that takes time, not just the time from the application to the request received and awarded, but, but sometimes even you don't even receive the award the first time you apply because they've already been thinking about past applications they've got. And so you get the opportunity, whether you get that grant or not, to present them with what you do, 
if you get accepted or rejected, um, and generally they'll reject you in a nice way. They won't just go, oh, y'all are horrible. Now they might say, hey, we typically don't fund this. We fund other things. Put it on your notes. Put it in the template that you've been keeping like we've outlined in some of the training. Or they'll say, hey, we received uh, more requests than we could fund this time, which is always going to be the case. But apply again. And so you come back at it the next time that there is a due date when they're going to award grants again. You have the opportunity to present your mission to someone who says, my mission is to give away money to things like what you do. So Well, and that's making me think that, you know, I, I think if you know that writing grants is one of your streams of income, and if you're a nonprofit, that's kind of a given, but if it's not, you know, kind of an imprint of your plan, and you're not a good steward of managing those steps and keeping that as part of the the calendar year, like you're saying, yeah. like you're not a good steward of, of creating that system if that is an intended source of income for you, then this is, you've got it wrong. Like if you're just showing up searching for grants when there's a need and you're kind of in panic mode and you're not in, let's sew into our to our business what, what we're trying to do intentionally with this, you're going to be frustrated with grants. Well, I, well or they're not, it's not going to seem like it's, it's worth it or, um, you know, that it's worth the, the, all the obstacles of trying to get through to it. I guess, I mean, my point is, I just think the whole purpose part goes both ways. And when you start honoring that, then you want a system. And then when you start following a system, you start seeing that money kind of flow back around to you. Um, and I think, I think it's, a cool thing. Here's one of the things I want people to listen to in this episode is uh, kind of the relational dynamic that we implement into our workflow here. Uh, I, I do this every month. Generally at the end of the month, I'll, I've got a hidden page on the Crosswinds website that you can't even get to. Now it's not password protected, but it is one that I have there for these grant makers, for these foundations that fund us, that have funded us at any time in the past even some of them that have accepted our request, given us feedback, may not have even funded us yet. I email them all once a month with an update of something we're doing. And I put it really in bold at the top of that email and in the pre-header to where they just know, not a funding request. And then at the top, I say, hey, you know, just a reminder, I'm sending this to you because at some point in the past, your organization has funded us. Uh, and there are specific things I'm gonna mention in this email that you probably didn't give money to. You gave money to something else, but based on what you gave to something else, it freed up resources to do this. And if you gave money to this, like by goodness, you know, take a look at some of the progress that we're making because regardless of where they are in that journey, they've all made it possible. So it is kind of that sewing of the relational dynamic of the entire thing as well. Uh, anything else you want to add before we roll into this training? Let's get to it. Module four, the best way to view grant writing and how to win even when you don't get the grant, which I know is disappointing. How to win even when you don't get the grant. So here's the tips is to have a perspective shift. And first of all, play the numbers and percentages. The reality is you won't get them all. Uh, 
you won't even get most the first time that you you make the request. Uh, in fact, most grant makers, my experience has been reject you the first time because many times, you know, let's just use that March, September. Some of them that take grant requests in March and in September twice a year. Some of them are funding in September the ones that they really liked in March, but they didn't have the money to fund. They're going to release a certain amount of money every, you know, every funding round. And so um, get on the rhythm of constantly applying. Keep that spreadsheet and work through the rotation just as I suggested. Number two, perspective. All grant makers ask for the same stuff from you. So build a great filing system. Uh, what do they all ask for? Well, if you remember way back in one of these modules, uh, we talked about, they all ask for objective things. They all ask for the 501c3. They all ask for Form 990. They all ask for your financials. They all ask for an annual budget, for the organization name, for the mission, for the short history, for the board of directors. They all also not only ask for that, they all ask for the same subjective things. They are going to all ask you for the title of the specific request. They're all going to ask you how this fits with their strategic priorities. They're all going to ask a request amount, a project amount, project budget, project proposal, funding commitments you've already got, other requests you're making, and how this project's going to continue. So since they all ask for the same stuff, create a great filing system. Here's another perspective shift based on that is communicate with grant makers even when you're not asking for funding. Now, here's what I do. Every single month, I'm gonna show you how this works later on, every single month. And in fact, I'm gonna get in my workflow in the next module. Every single month, I communicate with everybody that is in my database that I have a personal name and personal email address from. And I'll just tell them in the header of the email, this is not a funding request, this is an update for you. And then I'll have a header First line in that email that says, hey, you're receiving this because at some point you or your organization has funded us. We're so grateful. This isn't a request for funding. Just giving you an update on some of the progress that we've made that was made possible by something that you funded in the past. All this is in the ripple effect of that. Even if you didn't fund what I'm about to tell you directly, you made it possible. Thank you. Here's an update. So right here, this is super important. Play the numbers and percentages. You're not going to get them all. If you know you're only going to receive 10% of the grants that you request, if that's your percentage. Now, uh, at this point in the game, we're hitting about 20%. If you know you're only going to receive 10, then you know that in order to receive $100,000 this year, you've got to apply for $1 million. If you know that you're only going to receive 5%. Then you know that in order to receive $100,000 this year, you've got to apply for $2 million. Here's my point. Don't just apply the amount of grants for the money that you need. Apply for enough to play the percentages that you can actually raise what you need. You're not going to get them all. So don't bank on getting them all. Bank on receiving five to 10%, and if you get more, man, that is incredible.
Number two, in the next module, I'm gonna talk about a workflow that you can do. They all ask for the same stuff. So build work on an incredible system that works for you, that you can do this thing easy in that day to two days a month. I'll show you how. I'll show you how to communicate with grant makers even when you're not asking for funding. Hey, this is Andy. I wanted to take a quick break, short break from the podcast. Uh, here's a question that we receive quite often is, how can you help? Or, or sometimes people say, well, 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 can you help me in my situation? And that always reminds me, oh, we need to bring more clarity to our messaging and dial in our website and our communication a little bit more. As you might know, this is an ongoing process. And so I've received that question enough. I thought, hey, let me just bring some clarity to that. There are really three broad ways that we can help you. Uh, number one is some people come to us and they say, what I need is really just content or information, whether it comes in the form of a book or a mini course or a full-blown masterclass mega type course with downloads and worksheets and all of those. So a little bit of information or a lot of information, we can help you in that lane. That means you're really wanting to publish a book or create a course or amplify your message or learn about the systems and processes that we use, understand how the publishing game, the messaging, dialing in your message works, but you really think, hey, if I have the information, I can do it. And so if we can serve you in that level and you just need the content, that's something that we can do. Um, if you are in a second group of people, some people say, well, I, I really prefer coaching and interaction. I, I want somebody to walk with me through the process. Now, when we do that, coaching, we always provide you with information and content, but we start a different sort of relationship to where we interact, whether that's a group coaching community um, that's larger and open to a lot of people, or whether it's a more unique small group mastermind or even one-to-one -one coaching, we can serve you at that level and we can give you the content and walk with you. And then there's a third group of people that say, hey, I, I don't necessarily just need the information or the coaching and the interaction. I actually want to engage you to implement this for me. I want to talk about contracting you, whether it's to ghostwrite my book or it's to advise on a situation or it's to help me build out a scenario or a framework or whatever it is that you might feel like you need, we can help you in that lane as well. So whether it's, again, just to repeat, number one, content and information, we can do that. Or whether it's coaching and interaction, we can do that or that third level, uh, really contract and implement the stuff for you. Turnkey, done for you projects, we can do that as well. Here's the best place to go. Best place is to go to the homepage of our website and there's a button that says start here. And it'll take you to the bottom of the page where it just says which one of these best describes you. 
And so you just choose, I'm, I'm a business leader, or I'm an online marketer, or I'm, I'm new, or I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, I'm a nonprofit leader, I'm whatever it is that you are, choose that. And then you just tell us on the next page, I, I prefer content and information, or I really wanna to talk to you about coaching and interaction, or I prefer contract, implement it, get it done for me, and whatever you decide there, it will take you to the next best step. Questions, comments, there's a button at the top that says contact us. We always reply, same business day. I'll talk to you soon. Because we really want to help you amplify, that is multiply, monetize the mission, the message that you have, to shape the ideas, the words that are in your head and share them with the world. Flow that actually works so that you can do this ultra part-time and still get great results. Now, here's the workflow. Number one, you need to create a filing system for all of your information. Number two, you need to build a calendar and then work from it. Number three, you need to create your monthly month flow, uh, your monthly workflow based on that calendar. All three of those are going to be super important. So it all goes back to this. It all goes back to creating that calendar and starting right there with the filing system that you have. So calendar and filing system, all of that's going to work together. Let, let me show you what I'm. What I mean right here, um, a filing system. You need to make a folder uh, of updated information that's the same for every request. Now, as I told you way back in module one, all grant makers ask for the same objective data. Every single grant maker is asking you for the 501 verification, your Form 990, your financials from the previous two years, your annual budget your organization name, the mission of your organization, the short history of your organization and your board of directors, you need to make a folder right now in your filing system that has all of that information together. Literally, a folder that says 2023 updated objective information, 2024 updated objective information. You might even do this, break it down by the quarter because your financials are going to update as they update periodically throughout the year. And if you're writing the grants, just get in the workflow of reaching out to your executive director or your upline, whoever it would be, and say, hey, I need to, I did this, this I had this conversation just two weeks ago. Reach out to my boss and say, hey, do we have updated Form 990 yet? And do we have an updated financials through uh, the end of quarter? Hey, we do have this. We don't have that. Okay, I'll take what we have and I'll just update my folder of information that's the same for every single request. Number two, make a folder for each project. I told you in the previous module that when I was working at the nonprofit that helped people off drugs, off streets, out of prison, human trafficking, I had four different grant requests that I was rotating through. Um, those four requests, I had a folder for every single one. And as I honed in, dialed in uh, the criteria for those grants, as we got better at running the programs and we were more efficient and more effective, I would, I would dial it in even better. I had better numbers, better stats that I could show. I had a folder for every single grant request. 
uh, had a budget uh, in there that got updated, had partnering organizations that got updated. Some of that partnering organizations included letters that they would send like, oh yeah, we're partnering with them and you know we're helping them and this is how that folder has all of that in there. Also make a folder for each grant maker including, this is super important, whenever you send a request to that grant maker, man, just print that file to PDF and put it in that folder. Now, here's why I did that particularly is because uh, sometimes these grant makers are going to want to make a site visit. Um, they're going to see, like when you're helping people coming off the streets, um, you're helping people with job programs. You're helping the you know, GED programs. All that. Like sometimes they want to see that, and they're like, "Hey, I want to see that in action." They come out, and by the time their board of directors has met, and by the time uh, they get that thing scheduled and align all of those calendars of all those people and come see you, you've forgotten because you're making so many of these requests. You're you've forgotten not the program, but you've forgotten the specific nature of your request. You forgot specifically how much you asked them for. And so you can just go into that folder, keep up updated notes. In fact, I had a spreadsheet uh, and a note sheet for every grant maker. I used to just type it into an Excel and now I kind of write it into a, an e-tablet, like handwrite it in there, but it's all digital. So it uploads, it syncs, anybody can take it. Um, I take that to the meeting with them and I can look back at what we requested exactly. If they have a question about financials and say, hey, on this line item or this part of the budget narrative, you said this, I can actually look at it in real time. I always review it before those meetings, but I can look at it. Um, if, if they send us a check and they say, hey, here's a $15,000 check for your most recent proposal, I can look back and say, okay, what exactly are they funding here? Let me look back. So you've got that record. It also helps you forthgoing in the future if they reject something. Uh, because they don't fund it, you don't want to send it again. You certainly don't want to, every time, even if they do fund it, keep sending them the same, 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 same. Keep a folder that includes every grant request, every acceptance letter, every rejection letter, every thank you. Make a folder. Again, one, two, three. For updated information, that's the same for every request. An updated folder for each project that you're working on an updated folder for each grant maker. Uh, here's what else you need to know about the workflow is make a calendar and work from that calendar. Now, I've already alluded to this in other modules, but I want to kind of bring it back here. Here's what I do. I organize my work by the month. So I make a list of all grant makers who receive requests that month. That's point two. Point three is I include the relevant info on that spreadsheet the approximate amount, how to apply, whether it's online, whether it's through the mail, and other details that I think are relevant that I need to know. And then number four, I do the work a month ahead. So I do my March requests that are due in March. I do those in February. Sometimes if I'm working way ahead, I may do them some in January, but then I don't send them or upload them until closer to time that's due. So that they are timely, not so far ahead, that people even forget where it is, they, they got to keep up with it, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, here's the third item on that list of your workflow. Not only are we creating a filing system, 
for all the information. Not only are we building a calendar and working from it, we are going to create a monthly workflow based on that calendar. Meaning what you need to do is you need to define what you're going to do when you sit down in the chair at your desk and begin working. So for me, it looks like this. Week number one of every single month, I'm going to write currently $100,000 to $200,000 in grant requests. Um, so in months where there are a lot of them that are due based on specific due dates, I'm going to fill it up with those. On months where there aren't many that are due based on due dates, I'm going to fill it up with people that I can apply to at any time of the year when it's convenient. And as I get better information from them, I may hone that down and go, oh, well, they, they seem to like getting these, you know, early in the year, not at the end of the year, not closer to December for year in giving. They like to plan this way in advance. So I'm going to, based on when I know they like to receive requests, I'm going to fill up that calendar. Week number two, I'm going to follow up with my old request. That means due date has lapsed, haven't heard back from them. And also, I'm going to do a little bit of research in week two to scout for new grant makers. I don't do this every single day. I just follow up with it once a month. Week number three, I'm going to finish any work that's been left undone. Uh, so that might be generally I've gotten the week one stuff done. That That's kind of the priority is get the request out. But in week three, I might not have in week two followed up with everybody. I might have run out of time. I might not have had time to scout new grant makers, so I'll finish anything in week three. And then in week four, I'm going to email every single grant maker that's in my database and not a funding request piece of communication. Now, generally, what I do is I send them an email that I alluded to in the previous module where, you know, in the subject line, I'll say, not a funding request, monthly update. And I will put a header first thing in the email when they open it up. Hey, this isn't a funding request. You're receiving this because your foundation, your organization has funded us at some point in the past. And I want to tell you, thank you and give you an update, because even if you didn't fund the specific thing that I'm about to tell you about, your funding made it possible because you funded something else that allowed us to direct monies towards this. And so I'm just communicating and you'll you'll be shocked how many people will reply back and go, oh, thanks for the update. But let me show you. Here's here's what I send them is I, I write the email. And uh, I send them to this page. Now, this is a page on Crosswinds Foundation for Faith and Culture's website. Um, and you'll see that button right there, most recent. Let me just kind of talk you through it as we're going. So I update this every month. That's the new information as of the recording of this. Uh, it tells you about some training that we did. By the way, all that information right there is the copy that I sent in the email. So this has the newest updates on top. That's what I'm sending them to. And they just kind of all go to the bottom. So anybody that goes here can follow those buttons and go, oh, hey, there's the trailer for the movie. Uh, that's the recent documentary that we put out. So I think I told them about that July. Um, in June, I told them about a free audiobook that we gave away to everybody. Um, so they can click on that. They, and a lot of them take action on it and they get it. Um, that, that's not the most important thing. Really what I want to do is I want to communicate with them about the podcast once I write the copy for this, for the email, I've got it for the webpage. I've got it for everything. I've got it even for some social media posts. So you can be very efficient. That is the workflow. That's how I do it every single month. In the next module, 
we'll wrap it up and I will tell you other things that you need to know. I wanted to just direct your attention to the show notes below where I have a PDF for you that is all about grant making. It is the template I use. Uh, ever so often, it seems like every few months, I'll get the question, how do you know how to write grants? And where do you find the grant makers? And how do you, do you figure all this out? And I always tell people the same exact reasoning behind it. I have been doing this for an extremely long time. I have been in the nonprofit world for over two decades. And at some point, I didn't know anything about writing grants and had to step into the process uh, on my own from scratch and just figure it out. And uh, as you might imagine, uh, if you start wading down that trail, you've probably already figured this out. There are so many variables, so many unknowns. Now, the thing that I did have going for me was I wrote everything down and I tended to file it and categorize it and create a system out of it. They often say that experience is a good teacher, and it is. I learned a lot through that process. The problem with gaining the experience is it eats up your most valuable resource, your time. And if you're focused on the mission of a nonprofit, you need to spend the majority of your time, I would say 90% at least of your time on that mission and not chasing the money. Yet the catch is you need the money. So back to the thing, experience is a good teacher for sure. That's how I learned it. But evaluated experience and learning from someone else's experience if it's all broken down for you, can be a great teacher because you learn all the stuff, you avoid the mistakes, you accelerate the learning curve, and you get the absolute same results uh, plus some because now you get to uh, skip all the potholes and stay out of the ditches. And so the grant making machine is a course where we put all of this together. It's down below. I would encourage you to take a look at that. The link is there. And if you're so inclined, jump straight into that course and right now you can create a grant making machine at your nonprofit. Now, if you think, well, I might wanna kinda tiptoe into it and see what it's about, there is a low level item that I have for you, but it has massive output and can create exponential fruit for you. That is the grant making template. You can download that absolutely free and it is gonna take you step-by-step step through the objective things you need for every grant and the subjective elements that you need for your specific project. Uh, if you've been listening to this series, you realize that all grant makers ask for the absolute same things. So in that template, you're gonna to learn to get the messaging right, you're gonna learn how to file it, and you're gonna learn how to grab it and keep reusing the same stuff in each grant that you write, saving you time while raising money so that you can focus on the mission. All those resources are in the links down below. So in the final module here about grant making, we are going to talk to you about other things you need to know. Now, this is, as I said in the introduction, this is kind of the junk drawer of this course. 
it's important. Think of it like the junk drawer that you have in the kitchen. I know everybody's got one and it's full of stuff, coupons that, you know, at some point I'm going to use it. And you've used just enough of them to know that, hey, it's important stuff. Uh, scissors. You, maybe you got a knife in there. You, you know, you got a charger, an adapter or something like that. Something that's important that you couldn't quite fit somewhere else in your house, but you knew you needed it. So that's what this is. This is an important module. I just wasn't sure where to place it all, but I knew that this was so important that I wanted to end here. Here are some other things that you need to know. Number one, communicate with a written, not an email, a written thank you immediately. You will be shocked how much in a high tech culture that high touch still works even better so go get some thank you notes you don't have to have personalized stationery go to walmart go to target get you some thank you notes somebody gives you a grant man right before you some of them are gonna still send you a check some of them will do an auto deposit someone says as soon as you get it before you cash that check right write them a thank you hey i'm on the way to the bank right now i have to deposit this but before i did i wanted to say thank you because Here's what you are making possible. And then just restate the nature of your request. Tell them thank you. It doesn't have to be long, but it can verify. And I, I'll tell you this, um, they may not even remember the specific nature of the request. Many times they're buying into the organization and they're buying into the support. They're buying into you and the relationship. And so even if they don't remember the specifics of that request, they will remember that high-touch communication. Number two, some donors are going to want a follow-up report after the monies are spent. Uh, generally, they are going to provide you with the online portal to do that. You need to always do that ASAP. Uh, you can't apply again for another funding round from them until you do. Uh, now, I will say this. Most of them are really gracious about it. We had a staff uh, change uh, at Crosswinds. It all it all worked out. It was it was nothing negative about it at all. Uh, uh, one of the guys that was working with us, he went on to another opportunity, and so the grant I, I filed it using his email address because he was the one that was kind of uh, running all of the interference and all of the communication uh, for me at that time. And so I, I wrote that in the, in the the request for. The follow-up report automatically, that's important, automatically generated his email address. Well, I, I didn't get it because I, I wasn't monitoring his email address. And finally, um, the founder of our organization saw it. He said, hey, they sent us something saying that months ago they sent this and we didn't send it. So that day I reached out to the lady at the bank that was responsible for dispersing the funds to us on behalf of the charity. And I said, hey, we, we didn't, you know, we didn't see it. It's, it's our fault that took ownership of it. Um, that staff member went and, and, you know, we didn't follow up with the email address. I will get this into you today. She was super gracious. You know, she reminded me again, hey, yeah, get it in because we want to fund you guys. But we can't until you get, get that in. And it wasn't even time for funding yet, but uh, it just gave us another time to communicate uh, with her in a very gracious way. So right here, communicate before you deposit the money. When possible, tell them thank you. Number two, if they want a follow-up report, do it. Number three, again, communicate monthly with a non-funding request piece of communication. 
to keep them updated. What you're seeing right here is if I could summarize number six is that everything that you're doing here is all about relationship. It's all about maintaining personal human connection, contact with them. Okay, so here is the review now that you have everything here together. Uh, what you need to know about grants and writing them, requesting them, you now know all of this. You know who the grant makers are and you know where to find them. You know what you need to do in order to qualify both objective and subjectively. You know when and how to apply, how often. Uh, you know the importance then of making that spreadsheet that you've got with all of this. That literally takes care of your workflow. You know the best way to view grant writing and how to win even when you don't get the grant is, is to maintain that relationship. Because every time you write a grant, you are receiving the opportunity to tell someone who is a decision maker at a place that makes funding like you get the opportunity to tell them about your mission um that's the best way to view it play the numbers play the percentages just keep at it number five you know the workflow that actually works so you can do this ultra part-time i'd say um write the grants one to two days a month um the other time spend half a morning a week doing the other details and then get on doing the work that you are called to do. Again, in the early days of the organization, you got to do it all. And my guess is you did not get into, uh, let's just call it what it is, ministry in order to chase money. But you need money in order to do the ministry. So schedule it in, um, have clear lines of what needs to be accomplished at that time when you're sitting in the chair block it, do it, move on and do the great work that you're called to do. Um, that's going to be the workflow that actually works. And then remember number six, other things you need to know, it is all about relationships. So be sure that you communicate as we discuss in the final module uh, by writing those thank you letters, uh, by making sure that if they want a follow-up report that you send that. Um, and then number three, I think one of the best ways to do all of that is to communicate with everybody on your list every single month that gives them great information and also what that achieves is next time they see a grant come across their desk they're like oh man i've i've heard about these guys and gals they're doing great work in fact over the over the last six months here's some of the things i've heard and, and yeah we, we want to be on board with this you see now you know how to do it comments questions if you need my help i'm here you know how to reach me i'll talk to you soon